Alexander Snitker, libertarian, Republican, and political hack, and Adrian Wiley, born-again anarchist and political has-been. Banter, blather, and joke about current events while attempting to figure out whether to keep trying to salvage our constitutional republic or just stock up on marshmallows to roast on the smoldering embers of society. It's time for Unattended Baggage. Why, thank you, Ledge. Hello, everyone in Podcastville or Internet Land or wherever you may reside. This is Alex, co-host, Unattended Baggage. Along with me is my radio life mate, the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Adrian, Chairman of the Building Materials Projectile Staging and Logistics Committee of the Western Forty Guild of Professional Anarchists, Local Chapter 151, Wiley. How are you, sir? I'm doing great, man. How about yourself? Uh, I would say I'd be doing better if I didn't have to give you this silver dollar. <laughs> yes, it's a... It's a wonderful day, and you know I, I want to uh, take this uh, this instance as a as a teachable moment uh, for you, and I think the lesson here is don't ever ever bet against me. You know, here's the thing: if I were if I were to heed your advice, right. Then there would be great radio bits that would not happen, <laughs> right? But they're they're rather costly radio bits. Well, uh, you know you. what, man? Sometimes you got to pay a price in order to uh, have, especially a good radio. considering the price of silver these days. Well, yeah, exactly. So, so, so I, I understand. I, I hear something that you may have for me. So over there, there you go. There's your oh, silver dollar. Wow, look at that! Look at that! What do we have here? Uh, this is uh, E pluribus unum. It's not like I, it's, I don't recognize uh, this. Um, it's a silver dollar. Shut the fuck up. I don't recognize this particular coin. I don't even see a date on it. Yeah, it does say three nines fine silver. Yeah, it it it's but it's, it's silver it's dollar. Not a, it, it's not a dated coin. I I no, don't think. No, it's not. It, it's not a official U.S. currency. Yeah, that wasn't part of the bet. Hmm. You just needed a silver dollar. No, I, it works. I mean, it's it's three nines silver. But uh, I'm just curious, where'd this come from? I just bought it at a at a coin dealer a while back oh okay I, this right. one i was keeping in my pocket but you know oh now I, you can have it i feel bad but not bad hold enough on. to let you keep it hold on a second though don't go spinning that thing just yet because well hang we on a second first, first we have to explain why um you're giving me the silver dollar and that was because we had a bet I, I believe we started this bet well into last year yes yeah it was a while ago and i said that trump would be indicted and arrested uh in uh, sometime in 2023 yes okay and so i pegged that one now we do have another bet on the table we also have some a couple of bets that we've been kind of considering but haven't formalized yet yes the, the other active bet that we have is that vladimir putin will be either dead deposed out of power uh by july 1st yes so that deadline is fast approaching. Um, so you may have an opportunity to win that one. I could have been slightly off on my timing on that one. Uh, but uh, all indications are that I'm going to win that bet, too. It's possible, but it's, hey, look, it's not done yet. If you want to talk about, like, the most uneventful freaking arrest that you could possibly have, this thing with Trump well, so is impressive, so yeah. unimpressive. Yeah. Not only is it unimpressive, but, you know, it's weird because two things can be true at the same time, right? Yeah. Is that... In one aspect, he totally did what they're accusing him of doing. Right. But what he did isn't necessarily what they're accusing him of doing. It's all the process stuff after the fact. Right. Which I don't actually think was a crime. Well, it's it's totally legal to pay someone to shut up. Yeah. <laughs> People do it all the time. That's essentially what a non-disclosure agreement is. Yeah. You know, Um but, uh, you know, what he did is he falsified records. But, you know? but here's the thing, though. The thing about it is they were saying that he falsified record for an underlying crime that. Yeah. Oh, but that underlying crime is not something that the FEC. It was the FEC that would have to like um, prosecute on this one. And they already looked at this and weren't going to are not going to prosecute. Yeah. It's, so like. They, Honestly, it's a lame thing they charged him with. Out of all the things this out there th hanging over his head, this is this by should get far thrown the out. This most should get minuscule. thrown out. Hey, it, it probably it probably should. It probably should. I mean, I don't think it's gonna. Yeah. Especially considering that this guy won't. Again, won't shut the fuck up. Okay. I guess I guess we got to talk about it now since we started with the bet. We probably should have. Yeah. We probably should have right. anyway. Um, so, uh, yeah. So we, we, we talked about that. And, of course, there's a lot of much bigger uh, potential indictments that are coming down, including, 
you know, uh, sedition, insurrection, <laughs> you know, uh, tampering with elections, uh, you know, election fraud, um, the classified documents, espionage, all that stuff. But something did come to light um, about um, why <laughs> Trump may have taken the classified documents uh, that he was busted with. And we look, we all know that pretty much every president ends up having a few documents here and there and, you know, after their term. It, yeah. It's kind of natural to happen. And in most cases, they do some type of audit and they give them back and it's no big deal. Or they come across them and tell the National Archive, hey, I've got these documents here. Come get them. Um, but it, part of the reason with Trump that he was in so much in trouble over the the documents is he was, you know, telling uh, – uh, telling National Archives, telling the FBI, no, I don't have any documents. And then when they finally said, yes, you do, they were missing and they couldn't find them. And But there was evidence that he had moved them out of folders and all that. And I always speculated that the reason was that <laughs> he wanted to sell them. Yeah. You know, he was looking to make profit. And uh, there was an interview, uh, and this was with, uh, oh, God, hang on a second. What's his name? I forget his name. Hannity? Yeah, it was with Hannity. Uh, where he responds to that question, and I think that uh, his answer is is pretty interesting. Let's uh, let's give that a listen here. I can't I can't imagine you ever saying, um, "Bring me some of the boxes that we brought back from the White House. I'd like to look at them." Did you ever do that? I would have the right to do that. There's nothing wrong with it. But I know you. I don't think you would do it. Well, I, I don't have a lot of time, but I would have the right to do that. Right. I would do that. There'd be All right, let me wrong. move on. Let me remember this. Yeah. This is the Presidential Records Act. I have the right to take stuff. Do you know that they ended up paying Richard Nixon, I think, $18 million for what he had? They did the Presidential Records Act. I have the right to take stuff. I have the right to look at stuff. Okay. <laughs> First of all. Boy, Hannity trying to do oh, everything he can right. to get him to not keep right, talking. Right. But the key is, is what he said. They gave Nixon $18 million for his stuff. Mm -hmm. That's what he was looking for right looking there. Looking for the payday. He was looking for the payday. And Hannity's, all right, let's move on. Let's move on. Because as soon as Hannity realized that he he wasn't uh, going to hit the softball the way that uh, Hannity was teeing it up for him, you mm -hmm. know, like, oh, no, of course I would never do that, you know, that he was going to double down on it and say, I have every right to, you yeah. know, and they should pay me. You know, and so now we we finally get to. The well, he wants to write a book of like memoirs and letters and stuff like that that he get that, that went back and forth between him and world leaders. And <laughs> okay, again, marketing Even, is his main thing, no matter what. Look, here's the thing: he could certainly do that by giving the letters to the National Archive and then asking to see them again. Yeah, you know that would be no problem whatsoever. However, I'm pretty sure that he doesn't need top-secret, eyes-only classified documents on our nuclear capabilities in order to write memoirs. You know, and that were some of the documents that were included in what's missing. I, look, there's a common theme with Trump. And right. Whether people want to admit it or not, which they don't, you know, the, the, look, the people that hate him will say this, but the people, and they may be right for the wrong reasons, but the people that love him, for some reason, like, I don't know if they don't look at it this way or, or whatever, but like this guy just, he doesn't give a shit what anyone says. He's just going to do whatever he wants to do. Right. And he is adversarial with anybody that doesn't absolutely love him. Right. Yeah. And that's the thing, though. Like, he is totally like such a narcissist. Right. In that aspect. And again, it's look, I don't like Trump, but I'm I was never like a like I was never a never Trumper in a weird way. Like I had like like I don't hate him, but I hate him. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I absolutely love the guy. <laughs> I do. I do. Uh, because he is the uh, he is like the the perfect example of how ridiculous and idiotic government really is. And, uh, you know, he's also the, the guy that's most likely to bring it all crashing down. Uh, not to mention, not to mention, he is such great entertainment value. I mean, he's literally everything that I could ask for in a president. I guess. <laughs> you know I just, saying? I so, you know, I mean, it, he, highest odds to destroy the country. Great. You know, great entertainment value. Fantastic. You know, zero it's, principles. Right, right. Exactly. Yeah. You know, 
Like, and I, I did. And speaking of that, so we'll, we'll get through all this stuff right away, though. So Wisconsin had a, a they have elections for Supreme Court, which I always thought was really weird, by the way. Maybe that's a better idea than having someone appoint them. Honestly, maybe. maybe. Yeah. But Trump mocks the failed Wisconsin judicial candidate for not seeking his endorsement. Like. It's funny, like this person didn't come out and attack him or anything like that, just didn't seek his endorsement. You know what I mean? Right. And it's funny how this guy, and again, we've, we've talked about this before, the one thing where if somebody got his endorsement and they lost, it was on them, but if they won, then he got to take all the credit for it. Right, yeah. And the, in that vein, he uses it yet again to just be an asshole for no reason. Right. Like, I, I think that's the part of the part about Trump that irks me. I think the most is dude is an asshole for no reason. Right. Like he does. He like he will act like such a jerk with people and like his supporters, like just kind of overlook it. Right. You know what I mean? And I don't understand why that is. Now, the Biden administration blasted uh, Trump because um, of the Afghanistan withdrawal. Right. Which, look, is kind of bullshit. Yeah, yeah. There's You're in charge at that point. Hang on. And and there is so much blame to go around in that one. Yeah. You know? Don't get me wrong. Did Trump set the timetable with the Taliban in order right. to get you out? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's totally a thing that happened. And did but, he not also set a plan in motion in order to achieve that? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, Biden had, uh, he had, he had time to, uh, to, you know, figure something out. Prior well, to the deadline, they could have gotten those people out much sooner. Right. And they chose not to do that. Right. In a weird way. God, it sounds bad. God, this sounds so bad to say. In a weird way, I think that they were willing to let this shit go fucking south in order to try to back, back, nah, back blame Trump you're, for it. You're giving, no, you're giving, no. Might be giving no, too much no, credit. Yeah, I think it's pure incompetence on the part of the Biden administration. Yeah, you that know, could be And just flat-out incompetence. But, uh, again, it, it was a bad situation. So there was no really good exit strategy ever in that situation in fact and here's the funny thing for uh roughly oh i don't know 2500 years nobody has ever figured out a good exit strategy for afghanistan going all the way back to you know alexander the great <laughs> yeah. you know no, the persians uh, you know be, you pick a civilization and they've all essentially failed trying to to conquer or invade afghanistan yeah you know so again it's it's just a part of the world that will never ever be tamed yeah yeah you know? um that said you know everybody screwed up everybody starting yeah. with bush you know yeah no no, no. and it's been, it's been going on ever since yeah. look the one thing is trump made sure that we were going to get out of there which give him a little bit of credit for that right and biden actually got it done so give him a little bit of credit for that i guess yeah but it wasn't pretty but it wasn't pretty um, the, the last thing on the Trump thing, and then we'll move on from there, which I think this one's kind of funny. So Trump's moving to hire Laura Loomer on his campaign staff. I just saw news this morning that they said no. Oh, they did finally yeah, say Trump no? Trump said no, he's not going to hire her. Well, at least he doesn't I, I have no far. idea who Laura Loomer is. Laura so brief Loomer me on is that she's an, they have her as an anti-Muslim activist. She's run for office a couple times here in Florida, actually. Oh, really? She's a, she is a... She's a white nationalist, a self-proclaimed okay. white nationalist, but will try to frame it in a way of like, uh, it's a good thing, not a bad thing. And, right. and, you know, she's a, she's a, she's a, like, she's a, she's a bitch of a person. Right. But the thing was this, so she comes out because she went to the, 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 the rally the night after he was arrested. Now, do you know her? Or? I don't know her personally. No. Oh, okay. No, right. I, I mean, I don't want to know her personally. She's a horrible human being, but the funny thing is, is that. She's such a bad person that even Marjorie Taylor Greene will call her crazy. <laughs> wow. Wow. Like when, when that's, when that's where you're going to go. That's a pretty high bar. Yeah. <laughs> like when she's saying you're crazy. Yeah. And, and, she, and Trump's not going to hire her. Yeah, that's what I read this morning. Now, look, she's going to spin it in a way where she's going to end up at some super PAC or something like that. Because the one thing she is, is she's, the all, she's a very high-level political grifter. Right. Right. She's at, but she's like a, you know, she hangs out with Nick Fuentes and. Yeah. Yeah. Like she's a racist. Right. Which, and she's Jewish too, which is even funnier. But. You know, I, it, it's absolutely shocking to me how rapidly um, it seems as if the mainstream Republican mindset has gone full on. Um, 
what what am I looking for? Culture war, uh, fascistic. You know, I, I mean, it's just happened so rapidly and we're seeing so many examples of it. You know, uh, it, it's really you can no longer dispute those on the left who are start uh, call Republicans fascists because they are doing some serious things that make them look like outright fascists. Well, which we're going to get into some of those stories well, later on in the episode, actually, but since, we might as well do it. It's flowing now. Yeah, let's uh, I don't know if you want to start with uh, Tennessee or Florida. Uh, let's start with Tennessee. OK. All right. So in Tennessee, uh, you had a couple of state uh, legislators that uh, participated in a anti-gun protest at the Capitol. OK. Um, and well, that's not really the part that they got busted for. But go ahead. Keep going. What, what was it for the uh, they were on the, the they were, floor with a bullhorn? They were on the floor with bullhorns. Right. Interrupting procedure. Right. Right. In violation I, of the house rules. I knew I knew that we were going to have a different take on this one. Because of your perception of uh, well, what's good for the goose is good for the gander. No, no, no. What I'm saying is your perception of uh, politeness and being rude and things like that and, well, and yeah. following order. Well, I don't think they should have expelled them. I, okay, good. I, I don't good. think they should have done that. Okay, good. Yeah. But you can't say that there isn't an underlying thing that they did wrong. Yeah, but it, to to do that, I I can see some consequences for their action because they did disrupt uh, the proceedings. Like okay. the, like those on January sixth, huh? Right, <laughs> right, exactly, exactly. This is where the hypocrisy of everybody comes into play. You've you've nailed it right there. Um, but to actually have a vote to expel them, and then now there carry were three. On it, hold on, three there were them. three of them. Right, two black guys. Right. and a white girl. I don't think race is in the. You you think you think this I, is a racial thing? thing? I don't know if race came into play or not. All I know is two black guys got expelled, and the white chick got to stay. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that I didn't know. I thought they uh, ejected all three of no, them. No, they only ejected two of the three. <laughs> oh, I the wasn't aware of that. two black guys yeah. got expelled. All right. The white chick got to stay. All right. Well, maybe there's something there. Hey, look, I'm not saying necessarily that there's something there or not, but I am saying the optics of it look like you can point to that. Yeah, and it, you're you're definitely uh, propping up the uh, the other side's argument of racism if, if that's what you do. Well, look, yeah. you're going to have this happen more and more often because both sides are ramping up what they're going to be willing to do right. to the other side that's in power every time. Like and, it's, and first of all, let me just say that these legislators that were expelled, you know, fuck you, you're fucking idiots, you know, enough with the gun control, okay? So I do not support them in any way, shape, or form in what their issue is. Having said that, you know, they absolutely have the First Amendment right to protest, you know? And I don't think that the legislature has any right to expel them for simply disrupting a procedure. You know, there could be some sort of... Well, there's violation of the rules that they have in their chamber, and they violated those rules. Right. Like, there's a difference between... Look, and again, I would argue, there's a difference between First Amendment right to protest... Right. and And bringing constituents... Onto the floor of the fucking house right. with a fucking bullhorn. Right. Like January 6th. <laughs> that is a good point. That is a good point. Again, I didn't actually make that connection. So it, the connection you're making is is excellent. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I, again, I listen, they got those people from January 6th still sitting in holes in places right now. Right. Like, at a time frame in which one side will argue that the other side is, you know, is, is, is hurting democracy. Right. I just don't understand how they don't see that they're both doing the same thing. You know, I, to different, to varying degrees, to different levels, they got different. You know, there's different flavors of the same sauce, but it's the same fucking sauce, man. Right, right. It's, you don't like the way it went, <laughs> so exactly. So you're gonna, you know, you're gonna go in there and do what you're gonna do. Right. Like I, I don't, I don't. You know, you're you're actually changing my mind on this to a certain degree because I think the the anarchist in me is just so happy <laughs> anytime the structure of government is being disrupted. That's why I love January sixth. That's why I love these asshole anti gun people coming in and disrupting the chambers. You know, I just love that sort of thing. Yeah. Um. And you know, it reminds me, and we've talked about this on the air a couple of times. It reminds me back in 2010. Sitting at the CNN senatorial debates. Oh, yeah. In the audience. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
and uh, Alex was running for uh, U.S. Senate. And it's like the last debate. Yeah, it was. Uh, uh, who was it? It was uh, Rubio, Kristen Meek. R- Rubio, Kristen Meek yeah. were in the in the debates. Uh, Chris was the independent, and they wouldn't let Alex in the debate. Yeah. Okay. Um. So my plan, <laughs> as we're sitting there in the audience, was just to disrupt the thing. You know, I just wanted I wanted to make it chaos. It was nationally televised, you know, or at least statewide televised. I'm not yeah. sure if it was national. No, it was national. Was it national? Yeah. And and so I just wanted to to disrupt this thing. Yeah. I wanted to make a point, and I wanted you know Alex's name to be on the headlines the next day in the newspaper. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And you wouldn't do it. it and, was too and, rude. And here, that's the thing. That's the thing. You were not afraid to do it in the least, but you believed that it was rude. Yeah. To disrupt the process. I, and I, I just, I find that fascinating, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a weird hiccup. And, and, it, and again, it's, it's a true personality trait that you have. And conversely, I'm the opposite. You know, it's like, I want to throw a wrench in, in the, the machine every chance I get, you uh, know? Here's the thing. If I had it to go back, do it again right now, I'd probably do it. <laughs> Would you really? Yeah. <laughs> well, that's at least good to know. <laughs> no, if I had, if I, if I had, if, to, had, to if I had it do it over again, I probably would do it. Yeah. Well, good. Because good. I, like, here's the thing. At the end of the, well, hold on. If I had to do over again, I probably wouldn't run. But um, well, yeah. If, if we knew now, <laughs> if we knew then, it, like yeah. things are getting. And I was I, I was talking with John about this on the way down. I'm so disgusted with politics in general, right? With all of them, like there, it's almost there's none of them. Like I don't know how to explain it other than like. This whole thing does need to come crashing the fuck down. Oh yeah. So yeah. that and that, and that aspect, like in the because sometimes I'll hear you make the arguments when it comes to the the Trump stuff about how he's you know he'll he'll have crash it all down. And while I don't like watching it, like it annoys me to watch this whole thing and the right. way it goes down and to see all the off ramps and to see that not only is nobody taking them, but everybody's doubling down on stupid. Right. And everybody's doubling down on stupid, and everybody's willing to be a hypocrite. Right. And everybody and like and, and again, like when we're going to get to this, I guess we're going to do the Santa stuff right after this, though. Yeah. Like what the what the Florida legislature is willing to do and what the Santas is willing to do. Right. Is also like like you guys don't believe in free markets. You don't believe no. in free people. You don't no. believe in like you guys are acting in the way in which the Democrats are accusing you of acting. Right. Like and you're right. doing it on purpose. Yeah. Again, the Tennessee. And you're House doubling down just, on it. It's it's like when you start to see yourself uh, becoming more and more fascist, you, you like take it to the next level. Well, you know? look what you and what you have is both sides are acting and will use arguments like fucking five year olds, right? Like they will both say, "Well, look at well, what he the other did side's at first. Doing. Like the culture war thing, right? Again, it's one of these things where they're both like, "Well, the other side's doing this and this and this, right. so we are forced to act, right? You know what I mean? Yeah, I, you know, speech is violence, yeah." Yeah. And so we're going to be forced to act. Meanwhile, like now the Florida Senate, they're going with a six week abortion ban. I know. I know. It's just stupid. You know, and that's coming from someone who is personally pro-life, you know, but I mean, come on. That's that's just, you know, it's it's uh, we're becoming the handmaiden state. You know, it's it's unrealistic. I mean, look, I'm no woman. But <laughs> flag that I want to I want to hang on to that. On that one. One? Yeah, I'm no woman, uh, but I would have to guess that at, being six weeks pregnant, there's a high probability you wouldn't even know. There's a good chance. Yeah. There's a chance you. You know, know what I'm saying? I mean, you might be a little late and be going thinking, "Oh, I wonder," you know. But uh, that sort of thing. It, it, it's like it, that's just not enough time. You know, yeah. I, I, again, look, it, these guys wouldn't be happy until there's a complete ban. That's the direction they're and going. So they they're looking you know? at six weeks as. I mean, compromise. they just went to fifteen weeks, yeah. which I thought was a, a little ridiculous. Now it's six. Come on, come on. That's just you know, fifteen would have been okay. Yeah, you know, whatever. Um, now, Nikki Fried and Lauren Book they got arrested protesting right. this one. Yeah, a- another example of of you know. Uh, basically, and Nikki Freed, uh, of course, she ran for uh, which she, 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 she ran, ran for, for governor, governor, and now she's the head of the Democrat Party, right? And she gets arrested for a protest outside the Capitol. Yeah, not not inside the Capitol, like in Tennessee. They're just outside, you know. And I think they had a, a sit-in at a, you know a kind of an entrance or something. They were not really causing any real harm, but they get arrested for that. Yeah, you know, I, I mean, it, which, it's hold on, which they wanted. 
Let's right. remember this too. And this, right. uh, Helen, I got to bring this back with Trump as well. Right. Look, there's two sides that wanted Trump to get arrested for this. Right. The media, right, and those that hate Trump, because it's a great story, phenomenal story. We'll right. keep everybody watching their fucking news, crappy news programs. Except it was kind of anticlimactic, like you it said. Definitely was, definitely <laughs> yeah. was low fucking energy. Yeah, and Trump, right? Trump wanted this too. Like Trump wanted to look. There was no perp walk, right? There was only the fingerprinting, right? And then he goes into court and was boring as shit, right? And there was no mugshot. He wasn't putting handcuffs. Right. Like, this is so uneventful. And well, Trump it, wanted the mugshot. They made a fake one. <laughs> to fundraise. To fundraise with. Yeah, yeah. Well, so, like, they they all wanted this. Just like these guys wanted... Look, and look Nikki that level Fried of special and Lauren Book wanted to get arrested. That level of special treatment is just wrong. You know, the fact that he could forego all the, the unpleasantries of being arrested. Yeah. You know? Meanwhile, with everything else going on in this fucking world right now, this is what we're all talking about. Right. Yeah, <laughs> including us though. Right. Oh, oh, and we hold on. Let's get back to, and hold on. Let's not finish off. Let's finish off Florida here. Ron DeSantis, boy, when he, him and Disney. I mean, oh God, I know you've exposed yourself of being so anti-business when it comes to Disney and being willing to use the force of government against them in taxes and toll roads right. and all this other stuff. Yeah. Like you guys are like, what the fuck? Look, Disney, look, is Disney uh, having a woke agenda or whatever? Sure. Right. They absolutely are. Yeah. Were they upset because of the the bill that you passed that, again, refer, referred to well, as the don't say gay bill? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. He to- they were totally against that. You know what, though? What, your response to it, though, is the problem. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this state is becoming, rapidly becoming a theocracy. Yeah. You know, it really is. And this is coming from a born-again Christian. Yeah. You know? it's the things with the drag shows like seriously leave people alone we have the freedom to pursue happiness in our own way and if you don't like it don't go and if you don't like those books don't read them you know and if you don't want to you know be gay don't be gay but don't stop other people from living their lives the way they want to live them it's so simple it's it's just (sighs) You know, like none of these people be, like I, I, I am I am 100 percent convinced at this point that the majority of both the Democrats and the Republicans do not want freedom. No, do not want liberty. No. They each side will use it as a cudgel to the other side. Right. When it's convenient for them. Oh, sure. And not mean a word of it. Right. Right. And. At the end of the I, day, I don't think they have an understanding of what it actually is. That's probably the bigger problem. Now that almost gives them a pass, and I don't even want to give them a pass at this point, though. I, yeah, you're right. They they don't want to understand. I think is the better word. I for think it. that most people just want to be controlled, want to be told what to do, and they want the personal things that they like enforced upon everyone. That's really what it bought everybody. It's either mandatory or banned. Right. Yeah, exactly. Which I, we I talked th- about before, but yeah. And at the end of the day, let me ask you another. Let me just, let me break it down for if, sure. if you've ever been, if, if you're listening to this show, and you've ever been to Disney World, and you've realized how easy and nice it is to drive around that area, <laughs> and how efficient Disney World is, the Disney World itself area, not the area on the way to Disney World. Uh, I was going to say, yeah, I four near uh, no, 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 Kissimmee. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, the areas that Reedy Creek controls. Okay. I haven't been to Disney since 1992, so I have no idea. Okay, look, the roads around there are awesome. It's easy to get around because Disney controls it. Right. Because Disney's motivation for this is to make sure that they can get their people, they get, you know, visitors and tours and stuff in and out and nice as quickly as possible. Right. Keep them happy. So in that aspect, do you want the government dealing with this? Like Disney and the Reedy Creek um, Improvement District prove... That government sucks and that you might as well just let the company deal with it themselves in areas like that. You could expand Reedy Creek to, you know, again, there are different things that you can do. Reedy Creek is not, uh, Reedy Creek is not, it's the only thing that looks like this. It's just the the biggest example of one and one that, you know, DeSantis and them are upset with. Well, because, you know, because Disney came out against one of their bills. There is another side 
of <laughs> there is another timeline that we could very well branch into, and that is where um, you know fifty years from now that uh, the uh, this is the entire state is the great state of Disney, you know, and the entire middle of the country is the the uh, Republic of Amazon. (laughs) So it's it's look, here's the thing you have to understand is the power struggle between there's a three way power struggle in America. Okay, it's individual people, Mm -hmm. government and corporations. Okay, and somebody is always going to win that power struggle. Yeah. So that's why I keep saying I want the state and Disney to both lose because I'm on team individual, you know, and there's there's not much way that can happen. Uh, you know, so I, but I'm not opposed to Disney being able to control their area, though. Eh, I don't know, because it's you get these these massive corporations and you're going to find in, in the near future, if we continue down the path that we're going on, uh, that there are going to be corporations that have more power than government. And in some ways, there already are. Yeah. Yeah, but you know what, though, as a as as a consumer, I think you got more power over that one. No, I don't think you do. <laughs> I don't think you do. I think the it's only reason you don't six is because one, gov- half dozen well, the other. Only, I mean, if they if they look, if it's the it's when the corporation and the government get together that why where you find the problem at. Well, yeah, but the, that's what but if you take the power away, then the government doesn't matter. Well, then the corporations have it. You well, have to take the power from both. Yeah. You know? Or not, uh, al- not, a, not allow the corporation to use the monopoly of force that the government gets. Well, how do you do that? Well, that <laughs> right, exactly. Get the answer to that exactly. one. You let me know. That's why I, I think that uh, both the uh, the government and the you know the the massive corporate structure need to somehow be limited and uh, you know knock down a few pegs. But uh, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know if that's going to happen. Yeah, well, it's definitely not going to happen right now. <laughs> yeah. It's not going to happen, and it's not going to happen with with again. I think the the other bottom line for all of this is this. If you listen to this show, you probably already know the answer to this. You already know what I'm going to say anyway, but I'll say it either, I'll say it either way. Neither the Republicans nor the Democrats right. are going to bring you liberty and freedom. No, no prayer. They no. Are, there, there is no possibility that any of them do this. Trump is not in it for the betterment of this country. He's just not. Right. Like, I know that some people think he is, but he's not. Right. He is just... No, he's just another piece of shit politician, right? Right. That's what he is. He's just another one of these fucking piece of shit politicians. He's no uh, he's I don't think I don't think we have a lot of listeners that are diehard Trump fans. No, no, no. Yeah. He's used the force of government against businesses in the past when he was in the private sector. He paid off politicians when he was in the private sector. He's used eminent domain against his enemies before then. He was friends with Jeffrey fucking Epstein and knew what the fuck the guy was doing and didn't do anything about it. And then, oh, wait a second. It goes deeper than that, man. He's accused of raping a 13-year-old girl at Epstein's yeah. mansion. He he paid off porn stars. He was a, he was out fucking everything that fucking walked for a long right. fucking time. Yeah. Like, he, when he got into office, he didn't really do any of the things that he said he was going to. I mean, he did some of the things he said he was going to do. But at the same time, like... At the time frame in which we needed this guy to be the the breach against government, he folded like a fucking cheap suit. <laughs> Wait, whoever thought that was going to be the like case? COVID. Yeah. Did you ever think that was going to be the case? No, 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 no. Right. It, but here's the thing: to put guys like Fauci, who put Fauci forward, Trump did. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like he could have fired him, but instead he put him forward. He could have drained the swamp. Instead, he didn't do anything like that. Right. You know, like like he when it came to the the because people get mad about the 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 student uh, debt. Uh, cancellation and stuff like that. Right. Who suspended student debt? Trump. Right. Trump did that. Right. Like, who was giving out checks like it was going out of style and blowing up the budget? I love him Trump. for that. What do you say? That's some of the best things he did. <laughs> you know, there's you know, nothing better than giving government money back to the people who it was initially stolen from. <laughs> why do you even oppose that? I don't understand why anyone would oppose stimulus, welfare. We, folks, Get as much money back from the government any way you can yeah, without pr- actually going to jail. Principally, you don't agree with me. No, I, I, I don't care about principles right, anymore exactly. when it comes to government. Why would I feel some principled obligation to a, a, a an organization that has done nothing for me ever in my life, and all it has ever done has confiscated my money and restricted my freedom? Well, no, I no. mean, I, I have no 
loyalty whatsoever to the government well, in any way, shape, there's or form. A difference between, so if I can on. get something there back is a difference without between, them using force against me, I'm going to do it. There is a difference between loyalty to the government and loyalty to the principle. Yeah, but it, you can't... Principally, you'd agree with me. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. No, no. Actually, no, because I don't even believe in the existence of the 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 government itself taking so away from I, other citizens to give to other citizens is, is still bad wrong. yes oh, yeah. Okay. yeah exactly right. then, then we're on no no we agree on that but it's also justifiable to get as much back as you can in any way shape or form that you can so long as you're not doing it in such a way that's going to end up with you in a cage yeah All you right. know well, fair. We'll go and with that's that. the really bottom line and, and folks you have to remember that one of the ways that they control you one of the ways is that that they shape you into the one of the camps or the other one of the ways that they make you falsely believe that you're dependent on them is through fear okay and i want to go through a a just a perfect example i found this week of how they use this fear to uh influence your behavior <coughs> excuse me and that is with an article I read this week, and it was one of several that were along the same tone. And this this headline is, Seaweed Bloom Reaches Record Size. Major breaching events are inevitable. I'm going to read another one. Northwest Florida officials brace for impact of sargassum seaweed along beaches. Okay? Mm-hmm. So there's this big mass of, of seaweed floating out in the Atlantic, it's coming across, you know, with the trade winds. It's going to hit the east coast of Florida. It's going to come up in the Gulf. It's going to hit the, uh, you know, the, the the west coast of Florida. And they're treating it like it's going to be this massive disaster. And the fear porn is everywhere about this, right? Yeah. And you're probably going to hear more and more about it as it hits the coast. Now, as someone born and raised in Florida, I've seen this happen a lot of times over the years. It's pretty common. Usually happens every three three to five years. Yeah. Very common thing, right? <coughs> Excuse me. So I'm going to go back through time because I looked up headlines in the past when this same exact thing has happened. So let's go to uh, – so so you, you heard the 2023 headlines. Yeah. You know, major breaching event. We're bracing for impact. All right. Let's go to 2019. Brown seaweed appears in massive amounts uh, on Florida and Caribbean beaches. Okay, it's still a little scary, but toning it down about. 2015, tourism officials can't hide the threat of sargassum seaweed as it's taking over beaches from Florida to Texas, damaging the environment. Okay, uh, uh, it's still a little bit scary, but, you know, they're framing it and it's going to hurt tourism. Yeah. You know, it's, it's not a like a, a major disaster. Not total fear right. porn, but kind of fear All porn. Right. Let's go back to 2012. The headline is, an abundance of seaweed in Florida. Okay. Oh, well, that doesn't sound too bad, does it? Mm-hmm. Let's go back to 1990. Gather seaweed to enrich compost piles. <laughs> so in 1990, as the seaweed was piling up on the beaches, like it does every few years, um, they're telling people, yeah, go out and grab it. Throw it on your garden. It's great stuff. <laughs> you know? 19- Is that true, by the way? <laughs> yes. Yes. 1978. Sargassum seaweed makes its return to Volusia Flagler Coast, but maybe that's not so bad, <laughs> you know? So in years past, we had this same exact event happening, right? And they would, the media would be like, yeah, it's not a big deal. This happens all the time. It's, it's making its return, mm-hmm. okay? Showing that it's a, a normal pattern. Um, and here's some things you can do, you know? Yeah, it's going to be stinky for a while, but, you know, not a big deal. I mean, I mean it, again, it's just the way that in this day and age, everything is so over-sensationalized to make you afraid. And then here swoops in, you know, whether it's the, the major corporations or whether it's the government with the solution. This is a crisis we have to solve. And that has become literally Everything that happens on a daily basis is a crisis that somebody has to solve for us. And when you take a step back and look at, look at all these things in historical perspective, 
you realize that, oh, yeah, shit, this is just pretty much a normal thing that's always been happening. Because people lack the long-term knowledge and perspective. Yeah, yeah it's like and everybody has the, a memory of a goldfish. But they're depending on the media to do that, and the media is no longer even in that business. No, anymore. they're in the business of sensationalism. Exactly. And they're in the business of doing whatever benefits their advertisers. Yeah, it's the, it's the, the fear porn. Exactly, exactly. You know? Yeah. And, they're, so. and, they're, and the thing is this, though. All of the... And, all of them do it, right? Right. All the media are, all the major media outlets definitely do it, right? The smaller people, maybe to a degree, do it, but part and but the other part of that though, and this is where I don't want to take away the responsibility of the of the, and we all do this from time to time, but too many people just read the headlines; they don't actually read the articles themselves, right. and then once you get deep into an article, you can actually. There's certain things sometimes in articles where they almost admitted. It, it, in a lot of cases, they completely contradict the headline. Yeah. 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 Know? In the article. Yeah. Yeah. But again, you just have to remember that, that, that these people, and it's not just the media, it's also, you know, government, it's, it's corporations. Everybody is trying to scare you. Just, just like Pfizer is still trying to scare you over COVID. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, they're running ads on TV, you know, still trying to scare you over COVID. At the same time that everybody is pretty much nobody's died from COVID in like months, you know, no, I mean, it, I, I, there's still a couple that there are, there's a couple there's, hundred a day that they're contributing to it, but contributing. Right. Yeah. There's there's nobody dying from COVID. And again, now it's gotten to the level where it's just going to be a continuous thing like the flu seasonal yeah. every year. We're, we're going to deal with it forever, just like we always have with new viruses that have happened throughout time. But they're still out there pushing. You got to get boosted. And now they're hiring big stars. To tell you to go, have have you seen any of these ads? I know you no, don't watch a lot of TV, but yeah, they're they're all over TV, um, where they're hiring all these stars, telling you to go out and get boosted, and you know that sort of thing. Yeah, and again, you have to understand that they're always selling you something through fear. You know, everything is being sold to you through fear, and there's a lot of things out there that you should be afraid of, but you're not afraid of the right things for the most part. Well, you're afraid of what they want you to be afraid of. Exactly. Exactly. All right, now let's get to the Russia thing. Yeah, yeah. A lot of interesting things happened in the uh, Russian uh, front this week. Uh, probably the most interesting is a, and th- I tell you, this is straight out of a, uh, a spy novel right here. Yeah. There was a, uh, a Russian uh, blogger, we'll call him for lack of a better term, uh, but he was a very influential propagandist, essentially, uh, with direct ties to the Kremlin, direct t- ties to Vladimir Putin. And he was being honored at an award ceremony at uh, the at a cafe in a in a building owned by the head, the owner of the Wagner Group, mm-hmm. the mercenary group. Uh, Prigozhin is his name. Um, <laughs> so he's being honored there. He's being given an award. There's a whole bunch of supporters in there, and he's awarded this statue, a little bronze statuette. And as he's accepting the award and all that, the statuette explodes. Unbelievable. S- takes his head clean off. You know, I actually saw the images afterwards. It was pretty gruesome. Um, but a woman had walked in, delivered the statue, and then left. Okay. Yeah. And they caught her. And it turns out she is the girlfriend of a member of what's now being called the Russian Liberation Army. Okay, which has existed in the past and fought against the Soviets back in the days. And uh, now it seems to have been uh, revived uh, substantially. And, yeah, they're actually making some moves inside of uh, inside of Moscow. This was in St. Petersburg. Uh, The uh, the the Ministry of Defense building in Moscow this week, uh, there was a fire started there. Now, they did get it under control pretty quickly, but, you know, for a fire to break out in the middle of the Ministry of Defense, that would be like the middle of the Pentagon. Yeah, that's you know. saying something. Yeah. Um, so it, it, it's there is a lot of um, turmoil. There's a lot of a lot more possibility of a coup happening there. And apparently Putin is terrified of it all the time. You know, in fact. He's apparently set up an identical office in one of his mansions to look like his office at the Kremlin so that he can be there not and not at the Kremlin. Yeah, or he could be either one of them. <laughs> yeah, nobody knows where he is. Mm-hmm. So, 
But uh, now some Chechnyans are also getting a little froggy, um, you know, because uh, clearly the, the Chechnyans and the Russians have been at a very uneasy peace uh, for the past several years. And it wouldn't take much to, to break that. And if the Chechnyans actually saw weakness in Putin's, they could move on him. So, you know, there's there's a lot of things going on that actually lean towards uh, me winning the second big bet. Yes, there you know? are. Yes, there are. <laughs> and apparently, yeah, Putin is just terrified. So make it to July 1st, man. Now, uh, just make it to July 1st. Some things going on inside Ukraine itself is there seems to be some stirrings of a uh, insurgency inside of Crimea. Okay. Uh, the Russians have not been able to still not been able to take Bakhmut. Yeah. And their losses are just astounding. I mean, they're losing hundreds and hundreds of troops every single day. Yeah. You know, uh, in some of the assaults, they were losing, you know, more than a thousand a day. Um, and my prediction, uh, I think it was late last year, of a spring offensive that's uh that's looking more and more realistic and i think where they're going to go is the south they're going to try to cut off crimea uh probably uh retake uh, uh melitopol and uh then move into to crimea crimea and worry about the uh the east the donbass region later yeah so it's it's uh there's a lot going on in there oh uh finland was officially uh, made a member of nato mm-hmm. that essentially means that uh another huge chunk of the russian border is uh is nato members yeah you know um and uh <laughs> yeah uh the ex-cia chief uh you i think you put this one yeah i here. put this one up so there was a there was an article about the ex-cia chief uh james olson um and he says basically that putin's a dead man walking yeah oh clearly clearly yeah yeah um the only question is really and, and this is this is is the time yeah, it's definitely going to happen, but I don't know for sure anymore if it's going to happen before July first, as I predicted. I think I'm going to be able to. I think I'm going to get this thing July first. We'll, we'll see, but it, things are falling apart really quickly. And I tell you, if um, and I think that that uh, uh, the Ukrainians are going to start their their major counteroffensive here in the next couple of weeks, probably before the end of April. And if they do, and they end up retaking, uh, you know the. Uh, the southern part of the mainland uh, and begin to uh, take part of the uh, Crimean Peninsula, it's over for Putin. Everyone's going to – his enemies will move on him at that point. Yeah. If they lose – if the Russians lose lose substantial territory in a short period of time, Putin's out. So, anyway, that's what's going on on that front. Um, But, yeah, it's – Man, I hope this thing ends fast. You know, it's just – it's – Well, I feel bad for the people of Ukraine. Yeah. Yeah. Like I mean, all the people dying. Yeah. Like even the Russians that are having, they're being forced to go there. Right. They don't oh, yeah. I know. There. I know. It's, it's, it's amazing because I'm on a lot of Ukrainian forums and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, they're, they're posting these videos all the time of, you know, Russians being killed and, you know, just piles of, of dead Russians. And they're commenting on there and, you know, like, like it's some type of video game, and I, I just keep thinking, you know, those are those are people, those are dead people, you yeah. know, those are people with families, and those are people in a lot of cases that had no desire whatsoever to be there, and they were just caught in a situation where if they move forward, they die, and if they if they retreat, they're shot by their own guys. Yeah, they're dead. I, I mean, way. it's it's like they're just. So I do have to say that for the individual Russian troops, I just feel horrible, and it, it's also a, a little bit disgusting to see how many. Ukrainian supporters are so thrilled to see, you know, these people, you know, being stacked. Uh, but by the same token, if it was my country, you know, if that was our backyard, I don't think we'd give two fucks as to, oh, well, he no, didn't I think have a choice. Same thing. Yeah. So I can understand it, but it's still a little, you know. Well, yeah, because it's easier to have a lot more compassion when you're removed from the situation. Exactly. Exactly. It's, it's not our house is getting bombed. Yeah, you that's know. true. So no, 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 that's absolutely it, it's, true. It's uh, it's at least understandable. But yeah, there's it, just there's no good answers to a lot. Of no, this stuff. there's really not. There's really not. But uh, yeah, it's it's just astounding that we still live in that world. And you know, not only is is the whole Ukrainian situation so dangerous, especially since Russia is still a nuclear um, power, and uh, you know, could it, the odds are really small that this would happen. But it, you know, you can't put it outside the realm of possibility that Putin as his last gasp would try to launch nukes 
you know? Yeah, but I think that's where if it's a military coup, then if he tries to do it, it's not going to It's not work. happening. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But then again, it's it depends on... Because they're going to secure... Because the people involved in the coup are going to secure those guys. Well, here's the thing. It depends on who initiates the coup. And if it's a bunch of people who are going to be, uh, you know, tried at the Hague anyway, yeah, uh, maybe they might, uh, you know... Might not uh, uh, have uh, as much reservation about launching a nuclear war if they think that uh, they're going to be hung anyway for yeah. uh, for war crimes. So it, it, it's really a, a volatile situation. Yeah. But uh, God, yeah, there's a lot of things going on around the world. Uh, you know, this this timeline could uh, very easily devolve into a uh, a, a global war type. Yeah. <laughs> timeline. Hold that. Yeah. And, and meanwhile, our two choices for president. Is a senile old man who's been in office or who's been involved in politics since the 70s, whose family is completely fucking corrupt, or another guy who's a real estate person who's been bankrupt a couple times, who's arguably a marketing genius, complete narcissist a hole, a little senile himself, You're wrong. with a corrupt family. You're wrong. That's what our choices are going to be come next November. You don't think it's going to be Biden against against Trump? No, I told you who it's going to be. Oh, you thought Michelle you, Obama versus no. Mike Pence? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm betting it. You want to bet a silver dollar on that one? I. Do you want to bet a silver dollar on Mike Pence against Michelle Obama, Republican Democrat nominee? You know, hang on a second. And anything other than that, you lose a buck. No, that's 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 too wide a bet. I should no, I get odds on that. that. It, no, should that's that that's one. like you know. I should if we're going to take that bet, I need five to one or something like that. You know what I'm saying? You want five to one odds on that? Yeah, I, I would need at least five to one on that. Hang on a second. No, no, no. But because I'll fucking shake your hand right now. Well, here's what I think is going to happen. I think DeSantis is going to be the front runner. He's going to overshadow Trump. I think Trump is going to get thrown under the bus with all these, you know, different indictments. He's going to end up actually in jail or prison at some point. Okay, which you know is going to ensure that with the vast majority of Republican voters, he's not going to be a viable choice. Okay. All right. DeSantis is going to be the early front runner, but he's going to go so far down the anti-woke, you know, culture warrior path that people are going to say, nah, you're going to get the mainstream Republicans saying, nah, that's even too fascistic for me. So you're going to have someone moderate come out and, you know, Republicans are going to start saying, who is electable? Who can beat the Democrats? And it's going to be Mike Pence. Um, then you're going to have the Democrats doing the same thing. Look, we got we got this this geezer on here that's going to croak at any minute or forget who the hell he is and where the hell he is and piss his pants. Or we need to find someone that's actually electable. And who they got? Yeah, you know, who who the hell have they got? Got nobody. No. The one person they have that checks all the right boxes: Michelle Obama. Very likable. Uh, black woman. I mean, come on, man. Come on. You know, you're talking yourself into this one in a way in which I think that you guys should be extending your hand for a five to one dollar bet on this. Are one. You, it, but see, the problem is, is I have to get them. I have to get two things exactly right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's so, right. You do. Yeah. That's why so, you get odds. Uh, we'll hold off on that. But I, I think I might be right here. I think give it a little time. And if I see some more indications no, that, well, yeah, that we're no, heading that way, the odds can change at that point though. Well, maybe the odds will change. Maybe you'll only give me four to one. So we'll see. All right. We'll see. But yeah. Um, all right. We got about uh, six minutes left. What else do you want right, to hit? So on? the last one I want to do is the Bud Light thing. Oh, you want to hit on that first yeah. hour? Okay. So Bud Light, because Bud Light's fucking fake beer. Um, it's not real beer. That's not bad. You know what? Bud Light is good, you know, Sunday afternoon watching a game, you know, coming in from mowing the lawn beer. I guess. Yeah. But they decide for some reason that Dylan Mulvaney should be on the on the on the on the face of the can of Bud Light. Right. And what happens is everybody loses their fucking mind after this. Right. And like Travis Tritt doesn't want to deal with it any deal with Bud Light anymore. <laughs> I, I saw Kid Rock. Kid Rock doesn't want to deal with Bud Light anymore. Right. All these people don't want to deal with Kid Rock anymore. Yeah. Because the, because Bud Light puts Dylan Mulvaney um on the on their beer. Right. Okay, look, first off, I don't really give a shit. I don't drink Bud Light. I'm not going to start drinking Bud Light because you put Dylan Mulvaney's face on. Well, you're, on there you're anyway. a beer snob, but oh, I'm absolutely look. I'm anti corporate beer, and Bud Light is the ultimate corporate beer. Right. 
With that being said, I don't understand who the fuck Bud Light is actually like going after. Like, what constituency? What are you talking about? Like, what? So they're going after the trans activists? Sure. Sure. Area. It, well, they're going at, at the expense of like the Travis Tritz. No, and the no, 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 no. They're going after Gen Z, dude. Oh, is that what it yeah, is? Yeah, they're going after Gen Z, who is very tolerant, very inclusive, and they like when things are geared towards, uh, you know, uh, sexual minorities, gender minorities. You know, they 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 love that sort of thing. So, in general, it's an appeal to a new generation of drinkers that are turning twenty-one right now. Yeah. You know, so it, it, it clearly, from a marketing standpoint, it's a good marketing move. That's just you know? weird. And honestly. I don't know. I, I guess a lot of people are pissed off about it, but I'm not pissed off. I just don't. I no. I know you're it. not. I know you're not. Yeah. Um, but uh, it, it clearly, from you know the social media, a lot of I don't know culture warriors. Yeah. Exactly is that the new term? Yeah. That's culture what it is. warriors. Yeah. 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 Um, Those so are this. So essentially, we've got the, the entire world now is divided between social justice warriors and culture warriors. Basically. Yeah. Okay. Good. Now I understand. Okay. At least I got it. Um, so, but yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> here's the thing though. I think that the, the thing about me is that, like, if you really had a problem with this, then just don't drink Bud Light. Like, that's it. If you don't have, if you have a problem with it, no, don't no, no. drink Bud Light. It makes much, much more sense to go out and buy Bud Light to throw in the garbage can and make a TikTok video or to shoot up and make a TikTok video. Oh my I mean, of course that's, that's the thing to do because that's going to really hurt Bud Light that you bought their beer. Yeah. You know, to, to shoot it or throw it in a trash can. I, I, Look, I, I haven't bought Bud people Light. People are so a, fucking stupid. I haven't bought Bud Light in a long... Man, I can't even remember a time I ever even drank Bud Light. And why Bud do Light you was care? Ne- Bud, Bud Light was never my beer. Okay, we get it, beer snob. We're not talking about what beers you like. We're talking well, nobody about should drink the Bud Light. implications. Here's the thing. Nobody should drink Bud Light, and it should have nothing to do with Dylan Mulvaney. It should have to do with the fact that Bud Light's corporate beer. Look, whichever one's on sale is which one I'm buying because I can't taste the difference between Miller Lite, Coors Light, and Bud Light. You know, and if I want, how about you buy it from the motherfucker that brewed it, man? How about you get back to that? All right, because sometimes back to the sometimes I don't want a peanut butter peach infused I fucking pa. Okay, (laughs) sometimes I just want you know a beer that's going to quench my thirst. Okay, fucking beer snob. Yeah, actually, my favorite beer is actually a, a stouter porter. So when I want to have a beer, like with a meal or stop going out buying for a corporate beer, Adrian. Oh, fuck you. You're man. part of the problem. Don't tell me what to do. You know, stop doing it. <laughs> I'm supporting the Duvo Mulaney, whoever fuck there. <laughs> I'm supporting that chick <laughs> or guy. I'm not sure. <laughs> but yeah, it's just it's so funny that everybody gets so worked up about this sort of thing. You know what I'm saying? It's like who cares? Why is this even a thing? You know? And that's really the bottom line. Ask yourself why I should care about this. Ask yourself why you should care what is printed on a can of light beer. <laughs> yeah. yeah. How that affects your life in any way shape or form. Um hey, one more thing uh let's we'll hit on before we uh we go to the uh break here um there was a story here that was a serious what the fuck for me and i'm gonna read the headline here fbi and army members raided the wrong hotel room during a training exercise and detained a guest inside jesus christ okay i'm gonna read that i'm gonna read that headline one more time fbi and army members raided the wrong hotel room during a training exercise and detained a guest inside. Okay. That means that the FBI and the United States Army were doing training raids inside an open occupied hotel with guests there. What the fuck is going there are so many things wrong with that yes, first true. of all law enforcement should not be raids doing raids on active hotel rooms the army should not be involved in any of this because posse comitatus and they got the, they raided a fucking poor guest who was inside the room you know we're gonna we're out of time uh in this hour i, I gotta i gotta talk about that some more in the second hour so if you'd like to join us in the second hour go to uh, patreon.com forward slash unattended baggage sign up become a subscriber you get another hour of content and a bunch of really cool swag 
So we'll see you on the other side. 